This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hi, this is Linnea calling from the state of Hawaii. Um, if you think Nebraska has it bad, I had to fly over to the next island to even get cell service to call you with. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about your podcast last week in which you were talking about eating disorders. As someone who has struggled with one for a while, I just wanted to say, how do you know that I'm not possessed by a demon? Glory hole. Yeah, hi, I'm just calling about the rant you guys did about Wisconsin. How dare you call us a bunch of wholesome cheesemakers, motherfucker. We make cannibals look like children, and we eat people, and we make mess. You guys don't even deserve a motherfucking glory hole. Oh yeah, and I'll take one of those uh, welcome mats if you get one. Bye. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 231. There is also no posting to any of our social media. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I I look at it this way, Cecil. Okay, I'm curious how you look at <laughs> this it. Is how this I is how I look at This it. should be fun. This should be fun to hear. I'm kind of very interested <laughs> in how you fucking look at it, Tom. <laughs> I look at it this way. So, I am on vacation this week. Right? Oh. Well, and uh, How is that different from every other week on this show? No, like, no, hear, no, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. And so last week... Yeah. I had to get lazy. Or... Yeah, you were working up to vacation. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I because know exactly. you can't yeah. just jump right in the deep end. You right. know, you'll yeah, get no, like, I, I know you know, you like you yeah. ever hear those stories of people like jumping in the ice water and they have a fucking yeah. heart attack? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Gosh, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and and you get those when you climb the stairs. So we don't want <laughs> stairs. <laughs> Stair, stairs. Look, sorry. if I got to a building with stairs that I had to climb. They couldn't put something at the top of the stairs I want bad enough to make me get up there. It could be like, up there could be like fucking wealth and fucking good fortune and attractive women. I'd be like, ah, I'm good down here. I'm <laughs> Can fine. they go like, downstairs? Be like, sir, it's one stair. I'd be like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, it's actually just like a slightly beveled piece of concrete. That's all. <laughs> Sir, we have one of those uh, those lifts on Gremlins. You can just sit on one of those. And... It's actually just a 4% grade. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. We're asking you to take a single step. That's it. So you're, you like, just uh, wanted to lazy it up a little before Right. So week? I just, I feel like, uh, because if all of a sudden, 
Right. Somebody just like, boom, flipped the switch. And then, sure. you know, like sure. our Gosh. listeners were like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? You know, I mean, there's nothing but posting. What's happened? You know, but this way I feel like I ramped up to it. Right. By right. stopping abruptly no, yeah, a week you, ago. You, you stop. When you stop <laughs> abruptly ahead of time, yes. then the time that you were intending to stop doesn't seem as odd. Exactly. Nobody can tell the difference. You're totally right, Tom. I, I feel exactly like that's a mean. thing. Yeah. I, it's it's not probably actually a thing, though. It's such a dick. It's not a thing. So- <laughs> you do two things and neither of them well. Well, sometimes I do one thing, as it turns out. <laughs> I want to thank. I want to throw a thank you out to yeah. uh, to Daniel. I'm drinking a scotch and I'm not going to share any with Tom until he posts. <laughs> so- <laughs> Tom doesn't get any of this wonderful scotch that he sent, the 17-year Japanese scotch. You're not going to get a sip of this until you start posting on Facebook. That's a good and, thing. Hold on. I'm going I'm to tell you how good it is. Okay. It's real good. <laughs> I mean, it's real good. Here's the thing, though, is that that is Suntory, right? I believe that that's a Suntory whiskey, and my concern is that that is for relaxing times. <laughs> is that what it's for? For relaxing times. It is a Suntory whiskey, you're right. And uh, so, and because I'm already so relaxed that if I make it Suntory time, I'll do even less, Cecil. Oh, God. You don't want to go down that road. Don't put me down that road, Cecil. It's like you'd be cryogenically frozen <laughs> if you did less. What could I do less? What, <laughs> what could possibly happen? Like, you could, and there's well, you a, could there, hire someone else to do what you do. You, I guess there's that. I would argue that anybody who argues for sodomy, ask them, is there any life in the rectum? Can two women produce life? And the answer, of course, will be no. Then the ultimate goal of life is life. So this first story comes from the Raw story. Arkansas lawmaker has Facebook freakout over Sunday Pride Parade. It huh. intimidates people who believe in God. I have to say, like, I was just amazed that an Arkansas state senator had Facebook. <laughs> I read that and I was like, wow. That is just that is just truly astonishing. It never would have occurred to me that somebody in Arkansas would have access to something so advanced as uh, the internet. That's true. Yeah. They, I, 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 how, do they, how do they even access those things down there? I just assumed they were still fucking knocking rocks together and speaking from fucking cans and strings. Like, <laughs> what is that sound? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean the Lawrence Welk show? What is going on? What is that? What? <laughs> it's amazing you never heard that song before no oh it's a great song no it's lawrence welk it's kicking it old school for those youngins out there that is awesome can you can you really believe to be honest that arkansas is still it's actually part of america arkansas arkansas oh it's I'm not trying, my I just, Kansas. I just can't imagine, like, you know, I have friends that went down to Arkansas not too long ago. 
And they were um, never seen from again? Or? Yeah, they went down for vacation, and it's, I'm, I'm really hoping at some point they come back, Yeah, it's no, been about did you, two years. Did you take their last known photo before they left? Or? Well, we sold their house, you know? Oh. I mean, it just... Somebody took in their dog, and you know, I mean, at some point, you just you've gone from taking in the mail to just. Aren't, isn't like isn't like the only thing Arkansas is like famous for is like wild hogs. Like that's the only thing they do down there is like reproduce lots of wild hogs and like tornadoes. Is there like a tornado group of places down there? I don't it's know. Like, it's one of those states like we talked about before that you forget we have. Where you're just like and 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 with this. It's more of like a scrubbing it from your memory sort of thing, where it's not like you just forget it. It's like when you when you sort of realize that it actually is part of the United States, you recoil in horror. It's one of those things. Right. <laughs> just, you, just, you just like stand like at your, at your fucking uh, map, like washing your hands desperately trying to get yeah. the Arkansas yeah. off of it. That, that's, isn't this where um, that kid from the Twilight Zone sent people that were bad, like to Arkansas? Isn't <laughs> no, that what he did? He hated them, but he didn't hate them that much. <laughs> <laughs> this, seems to me, Kansas. <laughs> this seems to me to be one of those like red state or like red clay states you know where like even the dirt is bleeding in an attempt to die yeah. <laughs> just to be out of arkansas you know what i mean like where you're in you're in yeah. arkansas and you're looking around you're like the only thing good here are the mosquitoes and there's like one paved road throughout the whole place Highway. It's like arc. one one paved road. The rest are all gravel, dirt, or just a trail that goes through the woods that may or may not be a road. They're all roads that are actually just traps back to some fucking hillbillies cavern. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, where somebody is going to build me a road. Someone is going to tell you that you have a pretty mouth, almost certainly. So to give you an idea how fucking backwards, this the state senator fucking flips out on his Facebook page, drawing the attention of both of his Facebook friends. He got two likes on this. <laughs> gets, In his hometown of yeah. Conway, Arkansas. Two likes and one comment. His mom commented and said, you go, son. Although I was, I was impressed because in Conway, Arkansas, they're hosting their 12th annual gay pride parade. Good for them. I thought, there. like, man, man, that is amazing. Because, you know... Up until recently, like, the parades were just, you know, like, fucking hooded people, like, leading the black folks out like a fucking trail of tears. So, <laughs> it's like the goddamn Batan Death March, you know? Get oh, fucking moving. It's a parade, yeah, This is right. their 12th yeah. annual gay pride parade, and they do it on a Sunday. Yeah. And he claims that he's doing it specifically to mock the Christians. Yeah. And yeah. he's super mad because that's the day the Christians set aside to mock the gays. Yeah. He says, <laughs> because they understand that the lifestyle they are glorifying on our streets is considered sin by every Bible-believing Christian, and they use their parade on a day reserved to worship God and the reverence to the Lord to mock Christians, and I can, and I'm just like, or maybe they just all have the day off, right? It's a good like, that might be it. Might just be convenient. He says, uh, "This is truly one of the most offensive public displays against Christians you will find anywhere in our state." And I thought it's probably the only yeah. public display against Christians <laughs> you'll find in the state. And it says, and it's especially offensive because they've specifically chosen Sunday to try and intimidate people who believe in the Word of God. And I thought, you really think that in Arkansas, right? Where it's probably like 97 and three quarter percent Christian. It's fucking Arkansas. And everybody's got like 12 shotguns in their truck right now. 
that a fucking gay pride parade down the streets of Conway, Arkansas, is intimidating the critics. Like, oh man, those scary gays are walking down our street again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and not gonna, like, being beaten. Sure, and they're gonna hide in their like trailer parks. Are right. you kidding? Oh man, get can't back! Leave, can't get leave back in your den of hate. Yeah, <laughs> get back there. We can't. No, hide, hide the. The gays will see us, and they'll know that we're Christian, and then they'll hate us in their tiny, numerically insignificant, statistically uh, irrelevant numbers. Yeah. Hide. Run. Run, vast majority. Run. I like this. He says, I submit that the same-sex marriage agenda that came before the U.S. Supreme Court warrants the same response from all Americans. Remind the nine justices that our 96.2% of Americans should not be forced to affirm the confusion of 3.8% who demand our full attention. They don't demand your... They don't even want your attention. They right? just want the same rights as you. Just because they're a small percentage of the population, as you say, 3.8%, which I don't know if that's true or not. But even if, it, even if it is true, that doesn't mean they are not entitled to rights, dude. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. This guy going to go away eventually? Dude, I don't know, but he's not going to be president ever. <laughs> this is from Right Wing Watch. Can you imagine... This guy actually winning a thing. I wouldn't fucking vote for this guy for dog catcher. Mike Huckabee, gay marriage will criminalize Christianity? The fucking what? By elevating a lifestyle to the status of a civil right. Uh, you got you to let me, let me read this real quick. All right. He says, when you elevate a lifestyle to the status of a civil right, I don't think a lot of believers fully understand or comprehend that once it's risen to that level and our government accepts it, then anyone who disagrees with it could be at least civilly liable, but more likely would be criminal liable. The impact is this. A pastor getting up in the pulpit proclaiming God's word that marriage is the act of one man and one woman joining together for life will violate the civil rights of a same-sex couple. That would make it a criminal act. Nobody's saying that, that you can't be a fucking douchey bigot. The fucking bigotry is right there for you to fucking climb. Make a fucking treehouse in the bigotry, dude. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit that you're a bigot and an asshole. They just they just want their fucking rights. Because you can hold, still hold a fucking sign everywhere in the United States, even where gay marriage is legal, that says God hates fags. And you can hold that sign all fucking day long and nothing will happen to you. Dude, you can get. You can still be a clan member. Yeah, you can no, get I a know. permit exactly. to yeah. march down down yeah. down fucking Main Street in Skokie, Illinois, a predominantly Jewish community, and and the ACLU will actually back your claim to do it. Your this guy is, I mean, he's this is just a fucking. It's not even a straw man. It's a fucking outright lie. Yeah, and I think this tactic is like arguing from absurdity, right? It's like they can't argue what's really happening anymore. They can't argue. Well, this is just something we don't like. It's just something that makes us feel icky. It's just something that we just don't disagree with. They have to say, well, they're going to get rights. And once you, if you can't stop them now, they're going to get these rights to stop us from fucking saying that stuff. Right. And there's no, there, what, 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 the, what they're misunderstanding is that just because somebody has a civil right to be married doesn't mean that you can't be upset that they're married. You're still allowed to be upset about it. Yeah. The only thing you can't do is 
stop them from getting fucking legally married. In fact, every church across the entire country could immediately band together tomorrow and be like, we are not marrying these two people. We are not doing it. And the government's not going to get involved in it. It's got fucking nothing to say about it. it. Has literally nothing to say about it. Nobody is going to force a church, just like nobody can force a church now, to marry two people. I can't just show up at the Catholic church and be like, I would like you to marry me. I'm a fucking Catholic. They can turn me the fuck away. Yeah. And they would turn me away. If I no, showed up would, at a they, Catholic church yeah. tomorrow, would they fucking marry me, Cecil? No, not at all. They, uh, my, when my wife and I were going to get married, we wound up going to uh, to the biggest Catholic church in downtown Chicago. And they said since we weren't actually members there, we had to go get married out of town where Sarah was from. We couldn't get married in the church downtown, even though Sarah was going to that church. She wasn't technically a member there or whatever. I don't know. I guess you had to register or some shit. So she didn't register in enough time, and there was no way we could do it for our June wedding. And they're just like, sorry, we can't marry here. So they have fucking regulations just on the people that already believe what they believe. Right. And I, you can't get married. Like The other thing, too, in a Catholic church, I'm pretty sure this is the case. Sarah was already Catholic, so it didn't matter for me to get married in a Catholic church. I just had to go to like the stuff, the pre-Cana stuff that they make you go through. But some people, if you wanted to go get married in a Catholic church tomorrow, like not tomorrow, you couldn't do it tomorrow, but if you wanted to get married in a Catholic church, said you gave them your intent, they would make you become a Catholic. Like you would have to like do all the work. And there's like a lot of work. It's not like a little bit of work. It's like a lot. It's like a fucking written test and like fucking there's a guy standing over the ruler and there's like a projector (laughs) and a fucking overhead slides. And is there a sexy nun? Because if there's a sexy nun, I'm kind of in. There are literally no sexy nuns. (laughs) There's not a single sexy nun. You know, it's feel- funny. I just want to mention this because I, I do work with Catholics uh, a, a lot. And one of the things is is that the Catholic um, – now, this is not true for the world, but it is true for the United States. There are no new nuns and priests that are coming into the fold. There are no young priests that are coming in and trying to be priests. That's, the seminaries are all dry in the United States. All the – nunneries or whatever they call those things where they fucking make new nuns those things don't exist they're all just sustaining all the older members until they die off really yeah there's there's no then now there's plenty of influx from other parts of the world so like other places in the world have plenty of new recruits that want to do this and become priests in the catholic church in that sense but they do not um they do not have a a steady stream of people in the United States that are coming in and, and becoming brand new priests. That's not a, there's, there's a few, there's a trickle, but that's not like it used to be where it used to be like your second son or whatever used to be the guy who would go, like if you had three kids, one of them would be a priest. Basically, if you were Catholic now, there's almost nobody going into the priesthood. Dude, I can't, I can't understand the appeal of being a nun at all. I can either. I can understand the you appeal know, of being a priest, I guess, because it's still a position of some authority and, you know, some traction in the community. And you can, you know, like you, you get to be in front of people. You get to be kind of a you're a bit of a moving mover and shaker as a as a priest. And then you can ascend up the ranks of priestdoms sure. like you can have could a be, career. Could be a cardinal eventually. Or yeah, a pope I can or understand a blue jay. <laughs> you just move through the whole like I'm <laughs> fucking head, fucking ostrich like, or whatever. <laughs> I'm an Oriole. <laughs> I'm like the, I'm a great heron of this church. Like, uh, I'm a pelican. Well, yeah. Well, I'm the blue osprey. So fuck oh, you, Jesus. <laughs> fucking outranks me with his giant hat and huge beak. He pulls this other line here too, which is just what everybody says about gay marriage. He says we have to say 
We will not move and we will not compromise. We must say that there's a line we cannot cross, not because we want a controversy or a conflict, not because we're being belligerent, but because it's such a stark assault on our religious freedom and our Christian beliefs that we cannot cross it. And I'm just thinking, fucking don't get gay married, man. It's real easy. You know, there's no line. You're literally crossing no lines. There's no line you're crossing. All you know, all you're doing is just you. You can. What they're trying to do is they're trying to stop people from doing this. They're trying to say we need to stop people from getting married and being gay. They can't have a same-sex marriage. They can't do it. They can't do it. We need to stop them from doing it because it's a sin. Where's your? Fucking, we need to stop people from adultery because that's a sin. Where's your, we need to stop murderers from murdering, that's a sin. We need to stop thieves from robbing shit because that's a sin. Where are your fucking, where are you on that stuff? Where's, you know, where's your giant lobby and your political party and you're going after, you know, uh, different people in political spheres because that shit is happening. That shit keeps happening all the time. You're never fucking talking about that stuff. It's this is the sin. This is the one sin you want to fucking blot out. What they don't want, Cecil, is they they want to be able to be in the majority again. That's why they're upset. They want to be able to say, look, we want us. We want to have this fucking old world bigoted attitude, but we don't want anyone to point out to us that it's bigoted. We don't want anyone to call us names when we call other people names. We don't want to be hated for hating. Yeah. It makes us feel real bad. Like if we right, fucking, right. I get fucking big weepy fucking hate tears <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> Nobody likes me when I'm fucking hating on other people anymore. Yeah. I used to be the cool kid, and now I don't get to fucking beat up the nerds and dump their fucking books. Yep, that's Fuck exactly you, it. dude. Yeah, we, that's a, fucking your time has passed. It's over, and it's it's fucking showing. It's over all over the country. It's not just one place. It's many places all over the country are starting to have backlash. Pass something in Indiana. Watch what happens. You know? Right. Watch what happens. Suddenly, everybody's fucking flocking and being like, fucking, no, you don't. And people are going to vote with their feet, and they're going to vote with their dollars, and you're not going to fucking like it. And you're never going to win. You're never, ever, 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 ever going to win on that platform. Nope. It's not going to work. And all these people that are clinging to it are fucking rearranging the deck chairs in the Titanic. Donald Trump often appears on Fox, which is ironic, because a fox often appears on Donald Trump's head. <laughs> See, so do you know who I'm beginning to get a grudging respect for? Megyn Kelly? Yeah. I got a grudge for her, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a grudge. Oh, God. I think there's only one cure for that. <laughs> My goodness. A handful of times she has come out and she has actually like just a handful, but a handful of times she has not been the Fox party line. I don't know. Shill. Right. right. She's done it. There's been three or four instances where she's actually taken it to somebody. Um, and I, I, I'm just like kind of flabbergasted. Also, if she would like to take it to me, I'm more than welcome to take it. <laughs> I'm just saying. She would need, uh, I don't know, like to get airlifted in, I think. (laughs) Look, I'm willing to make things happen. And look, that logistics are her problem. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Salon. Uh, America's a hellhole. We're going down fast. 
Donald Trump and Megyn Kelly have a testy exchange about the state of the nation. You know, I got to contend that anywhere in the vicinity of Donald Trump is basically a hellhole. I would say. <laughs> I would agree. That is a hellhole. I yeah. would agree. Um, Megyn Kelly had fucking Donald Trump on. Donald Trump is, I guess, going to be the fucking presidential candidate again. They're all running again, dude. Did you notice that? Like, it's, it's like just, all the same people that ran before. It's like it really is. It's like except all, for except for Bernie Sanders, who is seventy three years old or seventy two right. years old. Let's say like, I okay, and I understand. I know people are behind him. I know people are like, man, Bernie Sanders, he's got all the right ideas and all that. It's like, yeah, that's great. Who's he gonna pick for his running mate? Because I'm not even gonna consider voting for a guy like that until I know who his running mate is. Because if he picks a Democratic Sarah Palin, I ain't fucking voting for him. Right. Because he's a million you know? years old. Because he's, he's too old. He he's a, there's a chance he could right die, now. a really good chance he could die in office if he gets elected. There's <laughs> no way I would vote for that guy if he didn't have, like, a fucking rock star. for. If he picks Barack Obama for his running mate, maybe. <laughs> Can he do that? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Would that be I'm sure someone will tell us. Someone will tell Someone's us. Someone's going to say, oh, God. We'll get told. That's fucking true. We'll get told. Guys, once, once you're the president, you can't become a horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is running again. I mean, that couldn't be any more pointless. Um, but it's great because Megyn Kelly, <laughs> Megyn Kelly, who should be on his side, right? Because he's a GOP candidate. Megyn Kelly's like, yeah, well, what do you think about the fact that 62% of Republicans would never consider voting for you. Well, his answer is awesome because he says Kelly. It says Kelly stated that by asking what he made of the Bloomberg poll that said 60 percent of Republicans and independents would never consider voting for him for president. He's like, I looked into that. And it's only because they don't think I'm running. It's like, no, no, you don't fucking hear the question. Would never vote for you. Would never. That doesn't mean if you're running. That doesn't mean if you're not running. It means if you fucking even thought it, right. they wouldn't do it. it. It really means, like, if all people in America were dead, except you and Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the only candidate. You are the only vote caster. You would still never consider voting yeah. for Donald Trump. You would rather abstain yeah. from voting or fucking shoot yourself in the roof of the fucking you know, mouth. What you'd rather do is be like, I just want to give up my right and become like fucking, I don't even know. Like, what fucking, <laughs> let's turn this into fucking North Korea. Right. I don't even want to vote anymore. I'm, I'm done. just done. He strikes me as a guy who, in, in his real life, is used to making snap decisions. Yeah, sure. And then telling people, make it happen. Right. So what he is, is he's a guy, right? And I'm guilty of this at work, too. Like, he's a guy who basically is the make it happen guy, right? He's the, he doesn't come up with the plan to make it happen. He's like, I'm at point A, I see point F. Sure. Someone else has to get me from B, C, D, and E. But he doesn't have any understanding of how you go through that process. And if B, C, D, and E are fucking attainable, he just fucking sees F and is like, do F. What's about, what about F? Are we there yet? Hey, what about F? I mean, it's the infrastructure. The guy's a fucking moron. He's a maroon. You know, the problem isn't just the infrastructure. Let's start breaking that down, right? If it's the infrastructure, where do we get the money from, right. dude? You're a fucking, you're a fucking low tax kind of guy. Where are we going to get the money? Are you going to pay for it? Where are we going to get all these funds? Yeah, and and the Republicans are are aggressive about not wanting to raise taxes. They yeah. they don't want to handle budget issues. And I'm not even being critical. 
I'm just saying that they have shown an unwillingness to handle budget issues on the revenue side, right? They only want to handle budget issues from the expense side of the equation. Sure. So you can't, and, and whether that's the right, wrong or the right answer or the wrong answer doesn't even matter for this conversation because you can't do a fucking revenue thing like fucking just make new infrastructure. Okay, yeah, sounds unless you're great, fu- dude. Unless you're severely cutting other programs. Right. What does that mean? Like, it's it immediately launches into, well, where does this money come from? Yeah. Because you well, know comes- he's not going to be saying, like, well, yeah. let's tax the rich. Yeah. Because I'm super fucking rich. Yeah. This is fucking doing it all wrong. This is from Christian Post. Report ISIS fighter who enjoyed killing Christians wants to follow Jesus after dreaming of man in white who told him, you are killing my people. The, I, I read this and the, the very first thought was like, man, you shouldn't be listening to religious, like you should not be getting your motivation for how you live and who you decide to kill or when you decide not to kill people from any religious angle. It's not any better. It's a, nothing changed. It's not any better that he, you know, got some fucking cuckoo vision of some dude in white and now he doesn't want to kill Christians anymore. That's a, just so we're 100% clear, that's not any better. You're still from a, from a how do I make my decisions standpoint? How do I know what's real? How do I decide how to act? How do I uh, arbitrate morality? That's not any better at all. And even if you read through this guy's stories, which I don't even believe, by the way, do you believe no, this story at all? I don't. I don't even care. Like it's fucking. It's okay. So there's two options, right? The first option is that he's lying and he didn't have the dream, and the second option is that he had a dream. Right. Those are your two options. It's not like fucking Jesus Christ fucking went down and fucking told him not to shoot people. Because if that's all Jesus Christ is good for, is like coming down and telling you not to shoot people. <laughs> Like, are you, are, like that's what you are. You're like a public service announcement. Well, the best part is he's not even public service. He's just doing it to one dude. It's like a private service announcement. Right? It's like that. It's like that old timey night owl. Remember when he used to have that, <laughs> like the fucking bulletin board on TV that no yes. one watched. Yeah, it's like that. It's like there'd be like a message from Jesus on night owl. People have no idea what we're talking about, which is awesome. Okay, so he'll explain it. Back in the day. Uh, at like two in the morning, some channels, and I don't remember which ones, but some channels would switch to a digital bulletin board where you could send in things and people would post these things on there and they would play music. It would be like a soft sort of music. And it would be and like would just rummage be, sale at the and it'd be fucking like, yeah, church rummage or sale at fucking Tony's house. Right. Again. And like <laughs> you could just send shit in there. And it was like a classifieds that they played at night on TV just to play, just so people would just go there. And I guess, I don't know if they sold spots or not. I don't remember exactly how it worked because I was very young at the time, but it was an electronic bulletin board on your television set called Night Owl. <laughs> <laughs> and it was local here. I have no idea if other people had similar things where they were from only the oldsters would know this right only like the right. old timies like all the millennials are listening are like what the fuck are you talking about doesn't even make they didn't sense. have reddit <laughs> doesn't even make sense like why would you yeah. turn on a television anyway exactly doesn't, it's a ridiculous <laughs> thing to do if if jesus really wanted to actually stop people from getting hurt couldn't he couldn't he appear to the leader of isis yeah go to somebody with some more power than this guy also this photo 
This guy is fucking holding his fucking gun all wankster. I, know, I don't know if you see this. It's like ridiculous. all sideways and shit. What is that about? I don't know. Jeez. And he's about to shoot a fucking pastafarian, dude. He is. There's a guy down there. That fucking. guy doesn't look like he's going to live. He's dreaded out. There's three heads in this photo that are not fucking intact anymore. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Like, those are three heads that are not intact anymore. Yeah, because the dude, you know, the thing is, like, if you read the story, this guy's about to kill a Christian dude, and he does, and the dude's like, yeah, I know you're going to kill me, but here's my Bible. And then the guy gives him the Bible, and the ISIS guy kills him, and then he reads the Bible. And I thought, like, no, that didn't fucking happen. No one would do it. Even if you were... If you were in ISIS, and you are surrounded by Islamic radicals who are hell-bent on murdering, torturing, beheading people who are not of the same faith as you, if you are spreading your faith by the sword... And you're and you've declared caliphate, and you would not. Nobody would run the risk, even if you no longer believed. Even if you were sixty days into service with ISIS, and you thought this is not what I signed up for, you, nobody would hire, harbor a Bible. Nobody would. You may as well fucking get a fucking Reason Con T-shirt. I just may as well just fucking shoot yourself in the face. You see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's Gospel, chapter 5. There are demons all over where, and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. This story comes from the Raw story. Conservative blogger, Christians who laughed at my fear of demons are far worse than atheists. Grrr. Okay. Dude, this is the most butthurt. <laughs> I can't believe you guys laughed at my fear of scary scaries. <laughs> <laughs> Demons. This is the kind of guy that checks under his bed for the poltergeist clown every night. You know? <laughs> is he under there? Are they here yet? Are they here? Under the bed, I, don't, I never put my feet down until I turn on the light. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a clapper. This is the same. He, guy. Like, he gets out of the bed and he's like... <laughs> this is a guy who at night when he's going to go flush the toilet, he's like reaching for the light switch at the same yeah, time. He's like... Yeah. He's got to do them both at once. Or he's got to flush the toilet with the lights on until it's completely done. Right. And then he shuts the light off That's and it. goes. That's it. Oh, he's yeah. still scared to go down in the basement. And, the, and, I, and I, the basement's yeah. real scary. The basement's very scary. I totally need a screwdriver, but not after 9 o'clock. <laughs> kidding me? You're a grown man. He's like, the cabinet can squeak till morning. <laughs> 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 it's, a grown, it's a grown man. Seriously. I feel that this sort of that that this is this is more common than we give it than we than we think it is. You know, in a lot I of ways, I really don't we, want you to be right. Are you really? Are you saying I this think true? It is. I think a lot of people believe in spooky shit, believe in mm. demons, believe in that shit. All they, I think there's a lot of people who believe in it. In actually, demons like. Like, like so. physical demons, not I just like so. like a spiritual like. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I guess I never really thought that there would be physical demons in the world. That thought had never occurred to me, even when I was like, I, I wasn't. I mean, I was never really religious, but even when I was like, kind of on that cusp, I always thought demon was kind of a metaphor for, you know, like the evil in the world like or bad something. juju or something. Yeah, yeah. like bad, it's fucking bad juju or like whatever. Do you 
real, like actual physical demons? Do you think there's like demons that can like grab hold of you with their pointy pointy claws or something like, <laughs> or make you a sandwich at Quiznos? I don't know. I just wanted to toast your bread. I showed up once as a coyote and took a nap in a cooler. I was better <laughs> received. <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I, I part of me thinks that this is more common than we give it credit for than we think it's more because, you know, you and I look at this and we think this is as ridiculous as believing in leprechauns. This is as ridiculous as believing in the tooth fairy. This is as ridiculous as believing that if you step on a crack, you'll actually break your mother's back. Like, it's that silly. Yeah, this is throwing salt over your shoulder. Yeah, crazy, I mean, dude. this is this is goofy, silly shit that you just like. No, none of that stuff is real. It's like fucking, like, I don't want to walk under a ladder. I don't want to fucking touch a cat. I'm afraid of fucking cornfields in the fucking mill. Whatever it is. Yeah, right, you know, like, right. Like, it's all, like, but you and I see that and you're like, okay, well, you know, that, that's just a one crazy person or two. I, I think it's more widespread than this. This guy is not a, you know, I, I think the guy's a wacko, but I don't think he's like an uncommon wacko. Well, what he's talking about here, <clears throat> this is Matt Walsh. He writes for Glenn Beck's Blaze website. Um, and he's talking about Christians who were not uh, uh, terrified of the Charlie Charlie Challenge. And see, so we watched some video of the Charlie 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 Challenge. Is yeah. supposedly, this, this is the best thing. It's like supposedly like, like, a, um, like a Mexican demon. And I'm totally not making this up. Yeah, no. It's no. like a weird like Mexican demon thing. Um, where you cross two pencils together, and then when <laughs> yeah, the because, pencils because pencils because demons, right? You know they they had to wait until we had the industrial revolution to actually have a fucking pencil, right? And you know like the Charlie Charlie thing. If it was a Mexican demon, why would it have an Anglo name? Why would you have a Charlie Charlie demon? Like that's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. So, but anyway, there's a Charlie Charlie challenge. Just so people know, you take a pencil and you balance it on another pencil. And when you balance right. a pencil on another pencil, it's like precarious. And then any little no thing. No kidding. Yeah, right? And so then any little thing will cause like, the pencil. Like when somebody snorts or laughs. Yeah, or like a, yeah. somebody opens a door in the room or like or the somebody wind breathes, Somebody just breathes on it. I mean... You ever do the Ouija board when yes. you were a kid? Yeah, of course I did, man. Everybody moves that fucking thing. Right. Well, this this thing is like, this was just a viral marketing campaign. Yeah, for like a movie. It's a scary movie thing. Sure. It's it's guaranteed to work because precariously balancing things is precarious. Yeah. That's the and, nature of precarious and things. And the tiniest thing is going to like flip it out. But this guy says, you know, he's he's talking about how how dare you as Christians do this and how dare you say that it's bullshit to him because demons, he says here, demons exist. Walsh wrote, surely every Christian must know this. Evil forces are at work in the world. As a Christian, you have to believe this to deny it is to deny scripture and to deny Christ's work, saving us on the cross. Basically as I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he says. It's like fucking uh, like that's a that's a that's a fucking common thought. Ugh. That's not just one. I know that's not just one person. I know that's not just a tiny percentage of people. There's a bunch of people who think demons are real and they fucking are actively trying to fucking do crazy shit. 
Yeah, and he's talking. He talks. He talks earlier. He says. He says, "I will stubbornly cling to the insistence that we all ought to refrain from condoning or participating in satanic rituals." I mean, we have to set the bar somewhere, right? Can I at least set it there? It's like, well, don't you at first have to identify that something is a satanic ritual? If you're going to set the bar, even if I were to agree, even if I were to accept your fucking premise, you still have to prove to me that something is a satanic ritual. Yeah. You can't just, who are the fuck are you to just decide that a thing is a satanic ritual? Well, Charlie, Charlie is a demon. So he clearly says... You know, the thing is, is like when you make something up as a fucking as a guy who's like a fucking marketing guy for a movie, you get to decide whether it's demonic or not. Sure. Either that or if you're the Atla Ministries, you get to decide. It's it's demonic. <laughs> Those are your two. That's options. It. Yeah. Those are your it's demonic. The, the Charlie Charlie thing. It, it sounds like a candy bar. It doesn't sound menacing at all. Or it's like it's like something you do to somebody to like annoy him like. It's like licking your hand and touching their face or something. That's a Charlie Charlie. <laughs> oh, he gave me a Charlie Charlie. He gave me a Charlie Charlie. Right? Like, he, like you like pull one hair out of their nose or something. Or like, it'd be like something Charlie. you find in Urban Dictionary is like a bizarre sex move that oh, nobody yeah, does. Yeah. Like you, it's you like, know, it's like yeah, where it's, it's like, like yeah. shooting shooting the cum on somebody's eyelid and then them are opening it or something. <laughs> right? That's like a Charlie and just, Charlie. And then like slapping them. I don't like yeah, all like, that like crazy. Sure. Like fucking donkey punch stuff that nobody really fucking does. It's like it's like the sound somebody's mouth makes when you fuck them. Right in the yeah. mouth. Oh, it's like gave, that, that fucking that, game that sort of like Charlie Charlie. You know. <laughs> like that sound is a Charlie Charlie. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money... Take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This story comes from the Moscow Times. Russian toddler critically ill after parents turned to church instead of hospital. Um, This is super sad. So, um, in Russia, some fucking toddler contracted tick-borne encephalitis. Um, and they try to treat it in a church, which is not a place to treat things. Well, now hold on. Now let's let's. I just want to. I just want to read this real quick. Right. It says, "Church employees failed to persuade the parents to take their child to a hospital, and the couple kept the toddler home for a week while his condition deteriorated." Now, does church employees failed to persuade the parents mean that they tried and they failed, or that they didn't try? Well, I don't know. What does that mean? But it says in the, earlier, it says they, that the parents tried to treat the boy in a church. So that leads me to think that they took the kid to the church for treatment. And then another week, because the way the article is written, then, and then something happens, and then there's another week that goes by. So I'm presuming that they took the kid to the hospital, and they, 
the hospital tried to treat him for a week. The church, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the, the church tried to treat him for at least a week. Yeah, I, I, the way I read it, though, it says it says they tried to treat the boy in a church, but they're saying that the church employees failed to persuade them. So to me, it says that they tried to persuade them, but it didn't work. Maybe. Either way, it's fucked up. Either way, the boy had a 40-degree fever, right. 40 degrees Celsius, which is a 104-degree fever. Yeah. That's like the fucking temperature that like alligator eggs just. You know what I mean? Like, like you could put this kid in like an like this kid is like a sitting incubator at that point. He's a two year old with a hundred and four degree temperature. Now I've never had a kid, Tom. That's like a hospital, right? Well, it's at least a phone call to a doctor, yeah. not a church. You know, like it depends if you're it. it you know, the thinking now, I guess, because we recently had our kid with a hundred and four fever, and we called and they said, well, it's not it's not necessarily the 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 fever itself, the temperature itself, but it's if it, it it how fast it rises, you know that's that's the problem, or it's potentially dangerous. It's not the fever in the kid; it's the kid in the fever, right? Right? Is it's, that like, what? it's not the size of the the fever in the kid, but the size of the kid in the fever. <laughs> so yeah, he's but a wee one. Rega- he's a little one. You know who I called though when I was concerned? Oh, your a mom? motherfucking <laughs> doctor. Yeah, I didn't call fucking a mom. I didn't call the fucking local synagogue. I wasn't like, right. oh, I'd like to talk to a fucking uneducated yokel about this. Oh, yeah. ring, ring. Oh, hello. Hi, you have fucking no experience with this? Maybe I'll trust my child's fucking health and life to you. Awesome. You may as well seriously call the fucking butcher department at the fucking local meat place. Like, if you're just asking random people, just fucking ask the mailman. It'd be like calling your church for any other kind of like wacky, unrelated advice. Like, oh, my fucking car is making a weird knocking sound. What do you think I should do, Father? <laughs> I don't know. And then he's like, "You should take it to a mechanic." You're like, "No, I don't think so." So he fails to persuade you to take it to a mechanic, right? And then just it just dies in their parking lot. <laughs> oh no! I'm not saying that the kid the kid died at the hospital. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. It's probably the hospital's fault. Tick-borne encephalitis doesn't sound pleasant, though. No, man. I don't think encephalitis is a good. No. <laughs> I don't think. I think fucking zero out of ten fucking doctors recommend encephalitis. Yeah. Encephalitis doesn't even sound like a good sauce to put something in. You know? It's not even like, It's not even one of the better Sesame Street characters. Yeah. You know? Encephalitis. <laughs> Big Bird doesn't know he exists. <laughs> he's only friends with Snuffleupagus. And he's got a huge head. He's got this enormously swollen head. Like all the kids like run up to him like, Encephalitis! <laughs> I can count to 104. <laughs> I can count to 104 and then abruptly stop. <laughs> and then stop. And he, it turns out he can't count backwards. <laughs> we can't. No matter what he does. But unfortunately, he'll just keep yeah. counting as your fucking body cools to room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, his friend Pertussis is a terrible friend, too. Well, it's a te- I mean, Sesame Street's really gone downhill. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's now just a bunch of fucking puppets with diseases. It's just. It's just all these sad uh, puppets, like <laughs> <laughs> they're all like Oscar the Grouch, like coughing. Oscar the Grouch is fucking botulism. I eat garbage. What'd you expect? He's got giant tumors all <laughs> over. Him. Fucking growth sticking out. Well, boys and girls, put your hand up if you've heard of the word evolution. 
Oh, boy, I think just about everyone puts their hands up. This story is so funny. This story comes from the Huffington Post. Father's lawsuit claims teaching of evolution will hinder daughter's future veterinarian career. So, uh, West Virginia parent of an aspiring veterinarian filed a lawsuit alleging um, that local, state, and federal officials propagated a religious faith by teaching his daughter evolution. Um, And it's amazing. The guy sounds super-duper crazy. (laughs) Super-duper crazy. Um, He says that this is... uh, Daughter was taught a faith-based, not based, uh, ideology that just doesn't exist and has no math to back it up. I don't even know what I don't even know what that means. It has no math to back it up. He's the author of a 2013 self-published book entitled "The True Origin of Man." The work reportedly quote represents the truth of man's without the apostrophe. Origins confirmed by DNA, mathematical, and statistic scientific facts. Self-published, huh? Self-published. Huh. Yeah. The true origin of man. So no. So, wait, so are you saying like no science publisher picked that up? I'm, I'm, I'm as amazed as you are. What? With a name like the true origin of man, you would think that some science public, you know, some science publication house. One would, would think would pique their interest. Gold mine. Yeah. Yeah. The truth of man's. I love that he calls it man's. Man's. There's a lot of sick in this article. There's so much. It just it's just all over the place because the guy clearly cannot write properly. This is just a fucking baseless, uh, frivolous lawsuit, right? That's all it is. I I think he's I. It's he strikes me as a guy who's probably a little crazy. Right. You know, he strikes me as a dude who's probably a little bit crazy. But you know, the the reason I wanted to talk about this story was because you. You know for a fucking certain fact that this is in West Virginia? This complaint will get heard. It's in West Virginia. Sure, everybody's related. It's, it's, this is Ma and Pa's claim. Exactly. It's, <laughs> the judge is probably his cousin. It, uh, certainly his is. Cousin, his brother cousin, they call him, I think. It's brother cousin. Brother cousin? cousin. Oh, yeah, God. I, don't, I don't think it's actually a cousin oh, anymore. No. But you're not stepped far enough away in DNA, you know? I don't know, man. Like those fucking crazy hill people, aren't they? They're all they're all kind of the same, right? I mean, because they're sharing yeah. the same fucking set of teeth anyway. Yeah. <laughs> There's no real it's the same, you know, very small batch of DNA that they dive into. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a it's kind of a, a terrifying place, West Virginia. I don't know if you've ever been there. I drove through there very quickly once to try to get out as quickly as possible because the hills have eyes there. I didn't want any coal. So I, it turns out there was nothing in West Virginia. There's a little, there's nothing in West Virginia but like the former tops of mountains, yeah. coal, and poisonous rivers. That's it. Yeah, sure. West Virginia's yeah. been fucking ruined. Oh, uh, you forgot about the roving bands of cannibals. That's but, true. It is yeah. basically a fucking post-apocalyptic Mad Max sure, yeah, style hellhole. It's a skull-based economy, that's for sure. <laughs> maybe maybe this is what Donald Trump was talking about. Maybe when he said that America's a hellhole, maybe he yeah. just swung over to West Virginia. Yeah, he was like, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. That would be entirely accurate. I would actually call the man up and owe him an apology. Why do you all of you have one eye bid that's bigger than the other? Why is that? <laughs> you kind of weirded me out with that thing. 
I never saw an actual Cyclops before. That's amazing. Yeah, sorry I'm interrupting your crystal meth tasting. My apologies. <laughs> I didn't mean to do you that. Go, you go down to West Virginia, instead of fucking wine pairings, they have fucking meth pairings at yeah, the fucking... I really like the blue, mm. the blue pairing. And it's got a much better than the pink. <laughs> oh, it's it's got a wonderful rum liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> the pink has this soapy aftertaste. <laughs> I like the blue because it has hints of cilantro. <laughs> Hang on a minute, my teeth are falling out again. I just yeah. gotta get that. Get that. Yeah, air. when they talk through their teeth, it just they just sound normal. <laughs> Because you, you press, like, one tooth together, everything is no problem. All there's all that space that's open. You could just talk right through it. Scurvy is the national pastime. Huckleberry Hound is on their flag. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Raw story. Pat Robertson, comfort grieving mom by saying God stopped her dead baby from becoming the next Hitler. What? All right, this is what? Pat Robertson what from Yield 700 Club. Here we go. Go get him, Pat. From Jane, who says, A co-worker confronted me in the break room and said she can't believe in a God who let her baby of three years old die, suffering a long battle in and out of hospitals while he heals other children. She asked me, Why did God allow my baby to die? I told her that I didn't know why her child died, but God sees the whole picture. We see only in part. What else can I say? Oh, well... What you have to understand, I think, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, it was like God's responsible for everything. Is he not? Is he still like what? Who did he shirk those responsibilities on? Because <laughs> <laughs> isn't he responsible for everything? That's uh, like when did like uh, okay? So he finishes writing the fucking New Testament. And he's just like, man, I got to pass off some of this work. Tom isn't doing anything. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Two in a row. He brings out the bad. He brings out the good. He's responsible for everything. He brings out the dead. That's <laughs> another thing he brings out. He takes the good. He takes the bad. He takes them both, and there he has. Affects the life. <laughs> uh, more and more in the New Testament era, we have come to realize that human beings have uh, an agency. They have responsibility. And a lot of things happen because of what humans do. Yeah. I mean, people die in hospitals because of mal medical malpractice. Uh, somebody uh, cuts the wrong thing and somebody dies. It happens all the time. A nurse gives a patient the wrong medicine. This is, it does. It happens all the time. And you know exactly what happened here? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What, do you, what does this have anything to do with anything? What does it have anything to do with anything? We have no idea that medical malpractice had any relationship to the death and or that there was any human agency involved at all in the death of the three-year-old child. This is literally totally unrelated. It's like he may as well be explaining how airbags work. Well, you're going to blame that on God? That's not God. That's people uh, who are making mistakes. Now, as far as God's concerned, he knows the end from the beginning, and he sees a little baby, and that little baby could grow up to be Adolf Hitler, he could grow up to be Joseph Stalin, he could grow up to be uh, some uh, serial killer. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold, hold on. on. Why did he kill those babies? Well, I, was gonna, I mean, isn't that obviously beg that question? 
What else babies made it? <laughs> like, like there's been a there was a fucking there was an Attila the Hun baby. There was a fucking Caligula baby. Right. Yeah. Fucking, you know who Adolf grew up to Hitler be Adolf baby. Hitler? You know which baby? Fucking Adolf Hitler grew up to be Adolf Hitler. Yeah. And there's a Kim Jong-un ill baby. I mean, you look at him, he still looks like a baby. <laughs> a giant, fat Korean fat. baby. <sighs> Isn't that awesome? He's just like, well, they could grow up to be bad. Okay. Well, how about all the people who grew up to be bad? Yeah, well, I, wouldn't, I mean, God's just like... What about all those people? I, maybe I killed him so he wouldn't be more evil. So then, so then the only way for me to make sense of this, Cecil, is if he's saying, maybe he would have grown up to be more evil than the most evil person I've already allowed to exist. So here's your comfort, mom. <laughs> it's like mom. an evil meter. What, yeah. what, like, it's like it's like a gauge. You know how like you have like a like a when they catch the crab, they have like that little. It's yeah, like, like a the, little fucking. It's like a little. It's a measure two, two thing to see if you throw them to back. See how big it is? They just like take the baby and they hold the thing up. They're like, nope. Yeah. Woo. Way too evil. They, yeah, and but I'm not gonna kill it in the womb. Or when it's very young, I'm gonna wait till it's three and give it cancer. I'm gonna wait until he's three because that way he's got like a personality that's sure, starting to shine yeah. through. He's got his own room at that right. Point he's that fucking you verbal. Go to and weep later. Oh look, yeah. look at that. He's stringing he's stringing sentences and phrases yeah, together. He's sure. able to express just how much he loves you and just how much he hates chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to kill yeah, that little evil now's baby. The time to murder that little fucking dude who's going to be fucking the next Stalin. Right? right? No, worse, worse, worse than because we Stalin. let Stalin go. So there's yeah, your comfort, no. mom. Yeah. Or he could go up to die of a hideous disease. God sees all that. <laughs> so why <laughs> he give didn't it even get a chance now? to grow up to the hideous disease? He just got to three, dude. And again, people get hideous diseases. <laughs> people get the worst. There are so many things that go wrong with the human body. It's like yeah. fucking unbelievably horrifying shit. Like that locked-in syndrome. Oh, God, yeah. God is up there just like, hmm. Yeah, let him have that. That there's, thing. There's, so, there's some diseases that are the worst. Like There's like some like bowel cancers and shit that are awful. Pancreatic cancer. You're just fucking dead at that point. Yeah. Well, you're just like, like you just start writing your fucking will when you get pancreatic fucking cancer. There's a disease that I saw a fucking crazy documentary on where your your body starts to ossify, like your, your connective tissue and shit. It all starts to turn to bone. And you die by suffocating because your fucking chest will no longer expand and contract? Yeah, no, that wouldn't happen to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's Man, a gun. I get to a certain point. You get to a certain point, then you're like, well, now's the day I get the gun or whatever it is that you're going to do to finish this off. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, Now's the day I get on the plane to go to Oregon or whatever, yeah, you I, know. Man, I'm going to go skydiving, and I'm just not pulling the cord. Fuck. Like, whatever it takes. To yeah. not do that, because that's not the way I go out. But but this is but in this worldview, God is sitting up there. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna let that one go. I'm gonna I, that one where your where your body like turns a, slowly to a yeah. statue. He's, he's like a bad goalie. It's like, I'll let that one. Oops, oops, that one got by. Oops, oops, that one got by. Sorry, boys. I was having a drink on my porch with my coon dog, and I I accidentally let. All those diseases go by and infect on all those kids at the children's ward. Whoopsie. Whoopsie doodle. 
whoopsie doodle. And for that life to be terminated while he's a baby, he's going to be with God forever in heaven. So why don't you like abortion then? Right? Why don't we just kill all? Why don't we just kill everybody immediately? Like if, if, if that's what you're saying, if you're saying like fucking that baby is going to be with fucking God forever and ever and that's a fucking good, then why the fuck are you all up in arms about abortion? Why do you give a shit? Why, why would murder or suicide have any impact? Right. It would have no impact. Why mourn the loss of of anybody with this in this worldview? Why would I mourn the loss of my, you know, wife or my child at all? Why would I even give a shit? Why would I celebrate it? Why would I buckle my kids into the car? Yeah. Why wouldn't I why would I check to see if expiration dates were on the food? Why would I feed them at all? Right. Why wouldn't I just take them to places to get them fucking infectious diseases? Go ahead and Play in the landfill, kids. Yeah, I mean, go buy that stuff that says biological. Let's all just go pet bears at the zoo. Yeah. I mean, we may as well. I mean, go yeah. out fucking hugging a grizzly bear. Whatever it takes. Who cares? So that isn't a bad thing. So how could God do that? How could a good God let that happen? Well, the good God is going to take that baby to heaven right now. And that isn't a bad thing. What? If, if that what? is the coldest comfort. What? Can you imagine if somebody said that no. to you? My three-year-old if my three-year-old son died and somebody's like, well, he's in heaven, you know, just giving giving Jesus a snuggle. That's what he's doing. He's up there giving God a big old hug. Woohoo! Yeah. He's up there just, you know, that that precious way that he liked to totter up to you when you came home from work and throw his arms around you. Well, he's doing that for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is like you've just got to be so immersed in your own illusion that that seems like that fucking up seems like down and fucking, <laughs> know, right? you know, good seems bad. I can't. I, I mean, it's fucking bizarro world when that guy talks. So we want to thank our uh, our most recent patrons, Matthew. Cranium on Empty, Daniel, Simo, Deviston, Ravenous Baboon, Tim, Nicholas, and Aaron. Thank you all so much for your generous donations. We just recently uh, donated $2,000 to uh, Don's GoFundMe. And then Don's GoFundMe was for, uh, for the Statesboro, uh, Georgia Food Bank. And, uh, and that total right now is almost $5,000. They get a thousand more dollars now. They're going to be good for, for a whole year. So there's still time to donate. There's still room for your donations. So if you haven't donated yet and you think you'd like to try to get them to that $6,000 goal, which is what he put down, please go donate. Um, you can find the link uh, on this episode show notes. This is 231. Uh, but please go donate to the, to this. This is a great cause and we're excited to, to help Don and, uh, and to make sure that those people that are hungry have the food they need to get by. We also want to thank Richard for his one time donation via PayPal. And again, we want to thank Daniel for his donation of, uh, of whiskey, Japanese whiskey to, uh, to me and not to Tom. So thank you very much, Daniel. We appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you appreciate. <laughs> This is interesting. This is from Sarah, and Sarah says, Hey, guys, I was just listening to the podcast and wanted to point out something related to the topic uh, about Muslims refusing to sell pork. There's actually a thing uh, in Britain 
uh, where in other areas of Europe where Muslim cashiers employed by supermarkets uh, can refuse to scan your pork items. Uh, I'm not sure if you have to remember to change lanes or if they call someone else to do it, but uh, they put no pork up on the lane signs. They put no pork up on the lane signs. That's crazy. If uh, there was a no pork sign, what's my whole cart? Yeah, they don't have moos and oinks out there. You know what I mean? Like they don't have those the moo and oink store. When I grocery shop, it's three things: it's beer, pork, and toilet paper. That's it. Uh, what What else do you need to buy? If you eat enough pork, you don't need toilet paper. <laughs> Tom, we got a message about uh, the military religion. This is from Corey. So Corey said, "I've been in the army for six years now. We've always done these prayers, Catholic." Before we go drive on a mission or wherever. For the past year or so, I've left my hat on and not bowed my head. Mostly because uh, 107 episodes deep into your history, and thanks to your show, I've gained the confidence to stop giving a shit. So my really good friend and leader noticed me today not bow or remove my hat. He glared at me and gave me a jerking motion to remove my hat. Out of 200-ish soldiers, it's me and five others that are openly atheist. Hell, it's now on my dog tags, which they misspelled the first time. But I did remove my hat after that. I'm not sure how I need to handle this situation, whether I should blow it off or keep standing my ground. What, what do you think, Tom? I, I think you're in the military, and that's a different culture than any culture that I've ever been exposed to. But I don't think that there's any harm in showing... Um, I, I would treat this probably, if it were me, the same way that I treat praying at you know, a friend's house who happens to be, you know, religious or something, you know, if they bow their head, I'll bow my head. Um, I won't close my eyes. I won't uh, engage in the prayer. I won't say amen when it's over. I won't put it to the sign of the cross. Right. I won't do any of that, but I will respectfully bow my head sure. because that's just respecting somebody else's time um, and the fact that you're, but, you know, I guess, Cecil, now that I say that, the difference there is, right, if, if I'm in your home, for example, and you have a tradition and I don't respect your tradition, I'm being a rude guest. But this is the military. This is, he's not a guest in the military. Right. This is his workplace. But one of the things that I think you know, goes into this, of course, is that you know, you're in a social structure that is uh, – it's about uh, you know, advancement and people sort of paying attention to what you're doing. And then you know, there's also probably you know, shitty assignments and punishments that can given, be given out for this sort of thing. In my opinion, it's sometimes the better part of valor to not uh, yeah, to true. not fucking buck the system just because it's just going to make it hard on you. Now, if you don't mind that it's going to be hard on you, I you know more power to you. But you know, just recognize that you know this guy may fucking I don't know, but they might put you fucking you're digging fucking outhouses or something, you know, because they don't they 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 get pissed off and they don't like you. So I would be careful in that respect. But if if it bothers you and you don't want to do it, I fucking don't do it. Found out some people drink Fosters, Tom. This is from Dave. He says, I feel I must set the record straight and inform you that there are people out there that do drink Fosters. As someone with the tolerance for alcohol of a small child and no discerning palate for anything with any flavor, I find that Fosters suits me perfectly. <laughs> I find the fizzy chemical taste and a head thick enough to dip wafers in almost irresistible. Even my own friends' constant jibes and their insistence on ordering a pint of fizzy piss from the girl behind the bar doesn't put me off. I'll have you know that I can quite happily drink almost two full pints of the amber nectar before I start to feel bloated and slightly sick. Don't you dare tell me 
that Foster's is a bad beer. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. That's, That's terrific. Thank you. We got a message from Louise. <laughs> Louise is from Canada. Louise is from Canada. And he says, I heard you guys bash a number of U.S. states on the show. Could you provide uh, us international listeners with a list of of states to avoid? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Um, I you know we bust a lot of rocks on this show. We're just kidding for most of the states except for uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, <laughs> Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah. That's bad. Wyoming, Montana, North the Dakota, Dakotas, South no Dakota, good. Minnesota, yeah. Wisconsin, Michigan, yeah, those are bad. New York, Pennsylvania, right. Ohio, Indiana, Rhode Island, Connecticut's Iowa. no good. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. Oregon, Washington, all the rest seem okay though. Idaho, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think there's a lot of great places to go. Um, there's some places that you don't want to go. And, and, and Tom and I were talking about earlier, like you don't want to take a tour of uh, the west side of Chicago. That's a place you just want to avoid. Well, it's a short tour. Here's the thing. Any place, as if you get a guidebook to the United States, the United States is very beautiful. We, we're, we make a lot of jokes. The United States is very beautiful. And most of the people in the United States are very kind and welcoming and you'll have a perfectly fine time. You're not going to grab a guidebook to the United States that says like, Hang out in Detroit, and then go to the fucking west side of Chicago, and then swing over to Compton. Like yeah. that's not going to happen. So anything in your guidebook that says, "Hey, here's a delightful place to visit," is probably a delightful place to visit. Yeah. Except for Detroit. Detroit Except, is yeah, a hell all hole. of Detroit is yeah. awful. Detroit yeah. is a hellhole. It's pretty much been yeah. bombed from space. At that's this point. where Donald Trump was talking about. <laughs> we got a message about the anonymous opening in two thirty by from Micah Tom, and this is a long sort of email that talks about uh, how maybe it wasn't fake. Yeah, so I just I'm just going to summarize a little bit. He says anonymous is not really a social group in the traditional sense, and it's far better understood when you think of the people involved as being uh, computers on the internet. Much in the same way that the Internet is created through connecting computers via ultra-high-speed data transfer, Anonymous is a distributed social network. Um, he says, just going, moving on, he says, unless the person who emailed you has firsthand knowledge of who posted the LDS op, they really can't say if it was fake or not. The important thing to remember is that, this, is that the community works entirely through member actualization, which means that the op could be entirely real, but with every meme might not have hit enough critical mass to become a standalone complex. Um, to be more concise, it could have been a real op that died through apathy. Um, in other words, uh, Anonymous, as, as we talked about, isn't, isn't a structured organization. It's not a thing in the sense that you think of things. <laughs> so um, who knows? It, it, maybe it was real. Maybe it was fake. How would we know from the outside? Yeah, especially for the way he describes Anonymous doing things. It's it's probably very hard to know. Um, right. So we don't know if it was real or not. We don't want to claim that it was real, but we also don't we don't know if it was fake. So so if you know if you're fucking the fucking head of anonymous, please be nice to us. This is interesting. This is from uh, this is from Jamie in Massachusetts, and he said, "Hi guys, in your recent discussion about Chief Justice Moore, you missed a great opportunity to hold Alabama accountable for this. Roy Moore's conviction. So Roy Moore was convicted." 
and then he backed up uh, he backed up a five ton monument of the Ten Commandments into the rotunda of the State House. Um, he was sued, and then the court levied a five thousand dollar per day fee against Roy Moore for each day the monument remained. The churches in Alabama ponied up to pay the fee. Then the Supreme Court. Uh, Chief Justice was removed from his position after refusing a federal court order to remove the Ten Commandments. And then he says, you speak against uh, Roy Moore, but you should really be lambasting the Alabamians for, is that a thing? Alabamians for electing him uh, with the overwhelming support for his crusade. And he said, but wait, there's more. And he should have spelled that M-O-O-R-E, but he spelled it regularly. He said, Moore was kicked off. Uh, the bench in 2003 for his Ten Commandments stunt. But in 2012, the people of Alabama elected him back to the court as chief justice. They've elected this fool twice and the champion is, and, and champion his statements that thumb their nose at the Constitution. So, wow. I didn't realize that that was the case. And we did miss that out because I, we, we don't oh, know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Roy Moore sounds like, you know, he sounds even more like a piece of work than he did last week. Man. It, it, that's that dude is not the fucking win. I'll tell you that much. Holy cow! I didn't have any idea. I had no idea. I knew he was the chief justice with the uh, Ten Commandments, but I didn't realize it had gotten that deep. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we're going to be back uh, next week with another episode. But until then, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.